To are we there yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime novelty restaurant with a submissive kink. Oh, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese? Hey, what? what? Uh, Chuck E. Please? <laughs> what? What? I wasn't. I'm still processing D's. What? I'm so mad I didn't think of that. Uh, I Is this our worst opening so far? Nah. I'm not. Great job, superstar. Ma- Thank you, Freddy. Thank you, Glamrock Freddy. My openings are always bad. This isn't me. You two jumped in immediately. So this is, if anything, this one's on you two. I'm just playing off of you, baby. Lucy, Lucy this is comedy. <laughs> it's all about matching energy and what did you bring to the table, huh? Oh, I I'm never the energy to match. No one should match my energy. <laughs> oh goodness. So this week we have a recommendation from Instagram. I Oh. I think this is one of our first <laughs> on that platform. I I don't know for <laughs> sure, but uh it's usually email, so thank you. Uh, uh hey, rare moment. Uh you can you can reach out to us. Our email is areweeptheryet at gmail.com. You can send anime recommendations there. We always do this at the end of the episode, but knowing our content, <laughs> you probably didn't make it that far. So uh, reach out to us uh, uh, also on TikTok and Tumblr. So uh, uh, this is from Fernando Morgan on Instagram. We're watching Akiba Made War. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> yeah, is uh, this... It looks like this came out December uh, 2022, mm. so uh, pretty fresh. Uh, is this a series either of you are familiar with? Mm-mm, nope. Too fresh. I don't like it until it's got some mold on it. Oh. You that's like the crush. funk. Yeah. And that's where give, your stomach troubles the- come from. <laughs> give me the blue cheese of anime. Mmm. <laughs> I feel like that is a great recommend, a great representation of your taste in anime. Mm-hmm. It it's like good in like certain contexts, but like mm, usually hey, pretty Yu-Yu stinky is good. and Just... bad if you think about it for too long. <laughs> you don't want to linger on it. You want you want to get you want to have a palate cleanser right next to you. Great. I know nothing about this series as well. <laughs> I just had I was quiet because I was like I don't know. I had the thought, uh, Future Diary is the black mold of anime. <laughs> and I just didn't want to explore that. <laughs> God, that's accurate, though. Mm. Oh, I needed to be hospitalized after my visit with that one. Yeah, um, if you're around it too long, you'll die. I know they're listener wrecks, but between a show with the title Made War in it and High School DXD, um... The last few picks your tests. Feel- hey, I have a lot of movies on my list currently, and I've been <laughs> wanting to keep it in series mode. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a movie marathon at some point, but, ooh, uh, ooh programming note. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, hey, I also just got a, uh, 
plug my nose and eat the blue cheese, if you will. <laughs> so yeah, as uh, sometimes hesitant, I I am at titles and descriptions on Google. Uh, the show must go on, if you will. <laughs> yeah. The maids must go to war. As and to war they shall. Uh, uh, we're we're gonna take a brief pause, go to basic training, learn how to serve and uh, serve and serve. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching cried. the first three episodes. <laughs> God. When you're a maid, you're a maid all the way. I can't sing anymore for legal reasons. Uh, uh, we're back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, so we start out this this show uh, uh-huh. in in the good year 1985. Oh, uh. this I forgot this was a period piece. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel like. It's just so they could be like, hey, we don't have cell phones. That would make this easier. That's the only reason. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, we see just a a scene out of a a crime movie where where we see people exiting cars in the rain in a dark alley. But, oh, a gunshot rings out. And, (gasps) oh, we see the gun, the gun person just standing there. Uh, and drops the gun and runs away. But the thing to note is they're all dressed as maids, baby. What? When I saw the title, I thought it was going to be like Maid Wars, like Storage Wars, not like War War. Like I wasn't expecting an assassination in the first five minutes. I had a yeah. similar reaction to the beginning of this as I did with Arena Vampire Cosmonaut, where I was just like, oh, okay, that's okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Great, great, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, like, with this caliber of... <laughs> caliber gun. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, this type of show, it's like, oh, yeah, we're competing to be the best maid in the ranking of uh, Maid City. But no, no, it's mm-hmm. Maid Gangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get a time jump to 1999. Woo! Uh, uh... And we see a girl. She's she's made it. Finally made uh, it to her dream maybe. city. Gosh, she's made in Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, she just moved to town, and she can't believe it. There's so many maids out uh, uh, giving flyers for their maid cafes. Uh, and uh, she has a specific one she's going to, because she's about to star in her Broadway made dreams. <gasps> kind of, yeah. Um, she uh, finds the cafe, uh, goes up an elevator to just a real out-of-the-way location, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, goes into a piggy-themed maid cafe. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's so cute. I don't doubt that a real pig-themed maid cafe exists for both ends of the pig spectrum. 
that clients uh, would want? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. They will treat you as a pig in the one on the other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so... She's like, hi, I'm Nagomi, and I'm the new maid. Uh, and the, uh, I didn't get anyone else's name. I call her Pigtail Girl. (laughs) Cool, Pigtail Girl, she's, uh, she calls out the manager, and, uh, she's like, ah, you're late. Uh, get in, get in there, get into uniform. Uh, and, uh, she goes in and sees... The other new girl. <gasps> oh, and she's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. But uh, she ices her out. This is where I'm like, oh, yes, compete to be the best maid. Who's number one in Big Town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she says her dream is to work in the cafe. Uh, but the other one, she's a rookie at oh, 35 years old. She's a grandmother. <laughs> My uh, favorite character in this show is the blonde one, the like Gyaru one. Mm-hmm. And the way they wrote her English dub dialogue is so funny because she's intro- the older woman is introduced to everyone and she says, You're almost 40? That's funny. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> lost my mind because it wasn't like, Oh, that's funny. You're f- almost 40 and you want to be a maid. Hmm. It was like, That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're a laugh riot i just love her she cracked me up i also love that the 17 year old and 35 year old virtually no difference whatsoever in appearance it's anime yeah what is age mm-hmm. <laughs> the older one's taller i, I yeah. guess <laughs> yeah we all know you keep growing forever Narrower yeah tree eyes. rules in anime <laughs> um but uh She's like, yeah, she has different experience, and uh, she has attitude problems, but I I think she can manage our workload, because they're not that popular of a cafe. Uh, so, oh, also, there's a panda. Yeah. D- don't worry about it. It doesn't come <laughs> up. I I will say, the panda's name is o- Okajimichi. They're in the credits, but the actor who plays him is just question marks because the I panda never that. talks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why are they in the credits? <laughs> um, so they open up for the day, and uh, oh, they're we just get a montage. They are basically like, oh, oink oink, welcome to the barnyard, pal. Let me get you whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do like omelets, and they draw a little pig and ketchup. Uh, you know, just little cutesy stuff. Uh, yeah. But, um, uh, Nagomi, she's like, all right, I, I gotta try to give it all. I gotta, I gotta go full method for this one. <laughs> and, uh, she goes in and just lays it on too thick and is like, I'm a pig. Ooh, look at me. I'm just like covered in mud and shit and stuff. And just like lays it out way too hard. And they're like, okay, fine. Find a cutesy middle ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that um, stuff belongs at the other pig cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make uh, uh, double check. Make sure you're near uh, the right one. Uh, <laughs> one has a fairly made uh, outfit, uniform, and the other's a lot of leather. So it's pretty clear <laughs> which one you're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
Uh, as they're closing, we see a stern man walk in, and he's like, "Hey, hey, where's your manager?" She comes out, and uh, he's like, "Hey, you got those uh, party favors for me?" And she's like, uh, "Uh, no, I don't have your money." Immediately breaking code. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he's about to beat her. Um, mm-hmm. Did I miss something here, or was it what I think it was? I, mm, I don't. I think know. we are thinking it's the same thing, but I also too might have missed something. I because it was unclear. <laughs> so, uh, a joke is that this manager is like so in debt throughout the series that she has to do like a bunch of humiliating stuff, uh, just like oh, I humble myself before you, my my debtors. Was he demanding a fart? I don't know. I, <laughs> is that? Or uh. <laughs> he did say like she did say like she's trying to squeeze one out and she can't get so like it's something. Yeah, yeah, because she's on all fours, and I'm like, oh boy, I certainly hope it's not this type of show. <laughs> and otherwise, not really. But um, yeah. luckily this one. The introduction of, like, yeah, we're going to humiliate you is, hey, fart on command? That's a strange, strange <laughs> uh, starting point, but... Shit yourself. Yeah, <laughs> fart was generous. I... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah. Uh... The manager can't shit her pants on command. I don't know why. It's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is eat a lot of blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he leaves, and, uh, he, uh, uh, there, an errand needs to be run to a different cafe. Um, so, uh, they give Nagomi an envelope, and you have to go deliver this to our, it's, it's like our sister cafe, in that, uh, they're run by the same, like, crime lords. But don't worry about that. Um, uh, this is, one is called Wuv Wuv Moonbeam. Love it. <laughs> uh and the other new girl uh her name is Ronko. Uh uh she's like, "Oh, uh hey, what if I like go with her cuz that's ooh, that's a lot of envelope to be carrying all by herself." <laughs> uh and they're like manager's like, "Okay, but here's $10 to get to go downstairs and get ramen." Wink. Just speaking very like clear to each other but nagomi is like oh boy ramen that sounds delicious this is the <laughs> nicest manager ever mm-hmm. um now, now i'm not sure i feel like the manager actually wanted them to get like a good meal in and ronko is the one who had the wink like i don't think the manager was hinting. i might be entirely wrong but i just think the man that would be too confident for this manager yeah <laughs> yeah that what, is fair yeah. but it, it was just like a specific like I don't. Well, uh, we'll we'll get we'll we'll yeah, get yeah. to it. We won't spoil <laughs> the reveal. Um. Uh. So they go downstairs. Uh. Uh. Order ramen, and uh, Ronko has a very specific order, and mm. the cook is like, mm, "Understood." And as they're leaving, gives her a brown paper bag for uh to her to go order. Mm-hmm. Um. So they get to a. Rabbit on the Moon themed cafe. Adorable. Adorable. Love, Love it. it. Perfect. 
Uh, they walk up, and uh, Nagomi is like, "Oh, hi. We're we're like your sisters, anyways. We have a little message for you." And Ronko is like, "Hey, we're from Pig Cafe. Let us in. We got word from the <laughs> boss, and just like official business." Um, so they go inside, and there are way more maids. Uh, the total maids plus manager is five at the pig cafe, and there's like a dozen girls in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so they all immediately pause as they walk, come in, and uh, Nagomi hands over the note to like the leader, and she opens it and reads it. And essentially, the message says, Hey, hey, rabbit assholes. Watch your fucking backs. Pig Cafe is going to rise up and beat you down. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, naturally, she just starts slapping Nagomi like, you think this is some fucking game? You think that this is my life? I've I've killed for this before. Uh, But she immediately pauses in a motif we will see several times throughout the series uh, where she just gets shot in the head. (gasps) <gasps> and Ronko is holding a gun <gasps> what? in a brown paper bag that she got what? from the kitchen man. Huh? That's not, that's what? not ramen at all. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to eat that later. I was so excited. It smelled good. Um, so uh, naturally they have to run because <laughs> everyone yes. for a moment, including the audience, is sitting there in a moment of shock like, yo, what the? hey, hey, huh? uh, are we sure this is the maid cafe show? <laughs> uh, and then they run, and we get a fun little sequence where we cut over Ronko gunning down all the other girls that are chasing after her in the streets mm-hmm. uh, with a uh, pigtail uh, girl back at the pig cafe, just singing a cute fun song. Delightful. This was. This is the moment that I was like, okay. This is camp. This is fun, and I'm into it. The juxtaposition of those two scenes. I I think it hit me when she shot the blonde, like, rabbit girl in the head, and she fell on the ground. The blood sprayed out of her head like a fountain, stopped, sprayed again, stopped, sprayed a little bit again. I was like, oh, okay, they're having fun with this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, one of the rare shows where they know what they want to do and also kind of pull it off because they're... They know what they want to do. Uh, um, uh, so they go back. Uh, Ronko killed them all. They're all just corpses laying out in the street. And uh, Nagomi's like, cool, I'm ready to quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get some credits. Uh, yeah, the uh, the credit sequences in this, uh, a lot of fun uh, for both the nice and poppy for uh, the opening with mm-hmm. just rad action sequences uh and the end is like a a a show song uh it it's fun but we get a post-credit scene where they get back to the cafe just covered in blood and uh of course uh new girl you have to live in the uh place uh because uh it's too inconvenient plot wise to have to (laughs) go to another location um go to a second location yeah your room is ready upstairs Uh, So she goes upstairs, immediately starts packing to run away, but Ronko comes in because she's her roommate too, and now she's trapped. And that's the end of episode one. Wow. I will say with all the maid 
cafes in this, and a lot of the made cafes being like animal themed. Just the sheer pun density. Yes. Of we watched it dubbed, but like so many. We're even at the rabbit cafe. Like they're like, "Hey, girl, come over here and read this." And she says, "Hoppy to oblige," and it's just like, "God, she has." That's the only even, line she. I think she just says Hopke. She does Hopke. Even okay. Like. It, I, it was something with Hop where I'm like, that's her only line. That's all she says, and they're like, we gotta put a pun in this. It's just there's so many. <laughs> I'm but all like there was about also it. I. I don't think this was it specifically, but it struck me as like, okay, like in like action anger mode, they're still making puns. Yes. Uh, I think the blonde girl is like, how hair you do this to us, bring <laughs> us this letter. It's just like, oh, sick. All right, cool. Now we're just leaning into it. That's awesome. So yeah. Um So at the beginning of episode two and the beginning of episode three, we get like a tease of what's going to happen later in the episode. So episode two starts with the girl with pigtails playing poker against some other maids. And it seems really intense. Ooh. Um, So we start. I forgot the main girl's name, so I didn't write it down. I called her main girl. That works. Um, So she's in bed. And uh, I kept calling Ronco older woman. But I'm just going to call her Ronco because her name is easy to remember. (laughs) Um, She's giving herself stitches. And we get like a close up of it. I hate it. (laughs) But she's just, like, casual. She just looks up at main girl, and she's like, good morning. Um, And then we see there's a news broadcast about the incident last night. Um, Blonde girl seems impressed that Ronka was able to take out all those gals all by herself. Uh, Pigtail maid wonders if their manager is okay. And we see that the manager is being, like, hazed some more, degraded some more. Um, The guy who came in the cafe in the first episode tells her that they were supposed to start the war with the moon bunnies and the one of the moon bunnies was supposed to kill one of the piggies but now it's all messed up because ronco killed all of the moon bunnies um so they're like at a driving range with other maid cafe managers and they're hitting the golf ball off of a tee in the manager's mouth (laughs) It's uh, wild. I think the mafia in this is called, like, Creature Land. So they're all animal-themed, like, mm-hmm. maids and stuff. Yeah. I want to know I was a golf why... caddy, and I used to do this all the time. Uh, it's standard <laughs> uh, procedure. Regulation. <laughs> I want to know why this manager doesn't wear a fun outfit. All the other managers are wearing fun outfits. She's clearly not up to snuff. <laughs> she can't handle it. <laughs> You get this uniform when you earn it. <laughs> it's not giving out. <laughs> um, back at the Piggy Cafe, it's business as usual. Main girl wonders if the other girls do shady stuff outside of work, too. Um, Ronko is putting ketchup on a guest's omu rice, and it splatters. Main girl has flashbacks. She goes to the back. The blonde girl is making a strawberry smoothie. This poor girl is traumatized. I gotta wonder what she thought maid cafes were like, because if, like, 30 maids were just gunned down in the streets, and that's on the news, like, I feel like that's public knowledge. Yeah, you'd think so. Maybe it's just local news. (laughs) Maybe. maybe. Um, But so, uh, Blonde Girl suggests that she gets outside. She calls it a stroll, but it's just to hand out flyers. But her spirit really isn't in it. Uh, and she, uh, she thinks like, oh, I'm outside. Like, this is probably my best shot to run away. But then three other maids come up to her and get angry with her for being on their turf. 
So instead of fighting, she just scurries away to another less populated area. Um, another maid is there and they chat. This other maid seems like she's from like an alien themed cafe. Yeah, so, something like Yeah, I feel like the implication is that she's from like a different like crime syndicate. Like a different group of maid cafes. She says she's not affiliated, so I don't think like in the mob per se. Mm, yeah. But she does say that like main girl asks her if there's a lot of violence in general and the other girl does say it's always been part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So she experiences it too. Um, but she says, if you stick with you, your girls, they'll always have your back. And we just get to wear such cute uniforms. <laughs> Hers is super cute. Like the alien themed one is adorable. I've killed 35 <laughs> people in cold blood, but mm, it's cute as hell when I do it. So cute. I've- yeah, the dual determination of like, I'm going to gun down anyone I need to to make it in this town. Because I love frilly, cute, cutesy, <laughs> kawaii shit. Thigh high lice. I'll kill for it. Also, um, I've never seen a character with more death flags besides an anime mom than this character, right? Mm. No one's this nice in a show this violent without <laughs> sure. it paying off somehow. Yeah, or she's like really evil. Yeah, something's happening with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so this conversation helps main girl gets her get her uh, spirits back, uh, and she's so much happier when she gets back to the cafe, and she's like, dream pig! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um, the manager comes through the door and says, well, pack up. We're going out of business. <laughs> uh And there's a flashback of her asking this shady-looking guy. She says, I need money. Like, a lot of money. Uh, And he says, I need collateral. Like, a piece of land or a building. And she says, you want the cafe? You can have the cafe. Um, So she's like, it's okay, girls. Like, we'll get it back. It's gonna be fine. Um, Collateral is the threat of them taking it away. (laughs) Not them actually taking it away. You don't lose until you walk away. (laughs) Um, So we see him give her some money, but she wants more. And he suggests that they go to the maid casino, which is totally safe and legal. Wink. Uh, And she'll double her money. And he takes her right then. And then we see that she lost all the money. (laughs) Immediately. Thanks, girl. This manager Uh, has Reagan mob psycho levels of undeserved confidence. (laughs) I was having the exact Reagan comparisons in my head, too, of, yeah. like, wow, you just, oh, you're such a shitty manager. <laughs> you do everything wrong, but the people that look up to you really look up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the girls get upset with her, but she says she did it for them. <laughs> uh, and Ronco says that she's done closing out the register, and the manager gets an idea. They should use that money that they made from the cafe today to go to the casino. What could go wrong? So they go, and it's just like a regular casino. Uh, it does have maids in some like skimpy, cute little outfits. Um, and then we see that guy from earlier that gave her the money is like behind the scenes. He's sitting at all of these like security cameras. Um, and he's talking to one of the maids that works there. And it seems like they want to take pigtail girl specifically at the time. I feel like that 
fuzz, you know. It's not necessarily true later, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that same maid at the casino approaches main girl and recommends that she tries a slot machine, and she wins at the first pull. Wow. Um, they're all playing different games, and it seems like they're doing pretty well. Uh, but we see the guy is like, ah, they'll lose soon because he's going to rig it. Uh, main girl says that they should probably stop, but the manager wants to keep going. And it wasn't a good choice. Uh, she just is like, we see her with bags under her eyes, just keep going at the slot machine. Because um, I think they, they are like, wow, we did it. We have all the money we need. Time to leave. And the manager's like, no, stop it. <laughs> Double or nothing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Main Girl is winning and doing well, and then the manager steps up and loses it all. Yeah. Um, so, and, like, the rest of them also lost, and now they don't have any money. Like, they were like, oh, I was doing so well, and then it just fell apart. Um, they stopped and... letting me win, and I lost. <laughs> what the hell? Casinos would never do that. <laughs> um, so the same maid from before... Uh, tells them all that she's the poker dealer and that they should come play and this is the pay-in, but they say they don't have any money. And she says that they can pledge their maid future as collateral. And after she says that, they watch other maids push like a bear maid in a cage into a dark room. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's just like, it's fine. Um, And the manager is just like, they'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. Um, Pigtail girl is kind of whatever about it. Like, she's like, it's going to be fine. Uh, Manager tells main girl to be confident, but she just wants to go home. She's like, we should leave. (laughs) Um, Poker time. It's all about reading people. Ooh. Um, The chips they receive is based on their value as a maid, and the manager gets the least amount even uh, behind Ronko and the main girl who are brand new to being a maid. (laughs) That's fair. That's accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, blonde girl loses her first hand. She has to go in the cage. Uh, manager loses. Also has to go in the cage. Main girl takes her turn. Doesn't know how to play poker. Ends <laughs> up in the cage. Shocker. She shows her cards and she's like, is this good? <laughs> and I love blonde girl. She was like, I'm ready to win this. My horoscope today was totes my goats. Let's do this. <laughs> I... I will say I'm very surprised by all, like, the main girls. None of them are, like, really annoying at all. Like, Mm -hmm. typically there's one where it's like, I can't stand this character. They're too jokey or they're too comedic Mm relief-y. But all the characters are pretty well written. They're all pretty fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the humor is not over the top where... The humor is over the top, but not in, like, the... (laughs) Wow, it's the same joke, but every ten seconds rather than good humor... Uh, occasionally wow um so main girl asks what happens if they all lose their chips and the manager manager says they'll be brought out to sea for crab fishing (laughs) um it's ronko's turn to play but pigtail girl asks her to give her all of the chips even ronko's chips so pigtail girl goes to the table so she's confident in her abilities uh, the guy's watching from his security room, and he's wondering where he'll send those pork butts when they lose. Um, the game is intense. The bet gets raised. The manager's freaking out. Main girl's freaking out. What's gonna happen? Main girl decides to go all in. 
and the dealer wonders why she does so because she knows what hand the pigtail girl has and it's not good because she's been <laughs> cheating. Shocker. Um, pigtail girl says like out loud, hey, you've been cheating. I noticed that you never deal the top card to that puppy maid over there. And every time I forget if it's if she has a good hand or a bad hand, but her tell is that she like adjusts her glasses, this puppy maid. And Pigtail Girl is confident that she has the better hand this round. So she's not backing down. And then it turns out they both have full houses and the puppy maid's full house is better. Oops. (laughs) Doesn't it also turn out the maid, the puppy maid's not in on it either? It's just, she just adjusts her glasses sometimes. Like it's not a tell. Oh, I don't know. I, th- I, I didn't I pick that. up on that either. Oh, I thought it was Pigtail's just completely arrogant and misreading it, and I loved <laughs> it. I laughed out loud at that, because it's like, we always see that in shows, where it's like, ah, I picked up on the subtle cues of, like, you know, physical tells, <laughs> and it's like, you're so fucking wrong, you're so off merit, and just objectively wrong, and I love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, especially it's like, the other girl wins by, like, the numbers one higher she had like yeah. pairs of eights and the other had pairs of nine so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. just so slight <laughs> yeah um the pigtail girl just laughs and gets it from the table she's just like resigned to her fate <laughs> well um they're all in the cage pigtail and ronco also get in the cage um the guy comes in and yells at them something about not knowing how to run a maid cafe and as he's yelling ronco shoots him Who'd have seen that coming? Whoa. Um, they get out of the cage. A shootout commences. As that's going on, we see the panda, who is, you know, clearly someone in a suit. Um, I think he, I think they, like, take something off of something to cause a gas leak. Yeah, they turn on the gas stove and don't light yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, how'd they get there? <laughs> <laughs> Pandas are allowed in uh, kitchens, legally, everywhere. mm of course. Very clean animals, pandas. <laughs> Notoriously so. <laughs> um, so our girls run out of the casino, and as they do, the dealer maid throws a grenade, and <laughs> Ronco catches it without a second thought and throws it back and walks away all cool, and of course, she doesn't even look when the building explodes. Badass. Ooh. What uh, a card game. <laughs> uh... Let's see. They're back at the cafe. The next morning, there's another news broadcast about the casino. Uh, They watch it while eating breakfast. The manager's like, you know, I think I did a pretty good job. (laughs) All in all, I call this a success. Uh, And main girl says she's just happy she's still alive. And that's the end of episode two. Why would any of these gangs work with each other for any reason when it just is always going to end up in incredible violence like no also i feel like ronco brings a certain uh <laughs> let's cut to the chase energy that a lot of the others don't that's true that. she says let's just fucking get this over with i know i can kill everyone in here and all our problems will be solved <laughs> um we also don't see it in these three episodes but i'm betting the panda is either a robot or the actual head of the pig cafe in like hiding or something like mm. it's clearly a person yeah, mm-hmm. something's up. Um, episode three, we get a little teaser of what the episode will be again at the beginning. We see uh, Ronco in some sort of like boxing ring, sort of look, looking real beat up. 
and uh, the main girl asking if she's going to be okay. So they get the opening, and it cuts to something completely different. Mm-hmm. We go to a warehouse where we see like a bunch of guys beaten up and knocked out and tied to chairs, and a Russian-sounding woman on a phone uh, saying she interrogated the men, asking what they knew, uh, but the, she couldn't find anything out. And she says that uh, some other guy, they already sold the figurine to, to some other guy, uh, so she'll start looking for him. And then we cut to the girls doing their morning routine. We see Ronka like washing her face, and her hair's kind of getting in the way. So main girl kind of comes up and is like, "Hey, do you want a hair tie? You can like pull your hair back and like help you out." And Ronka's like, "Oh, yeah, I can borrow one." She's like, "No, no, it's a hair tie. Just take it. It's yours. Like, it's fine." Adorable, best yeah. friends. <laughs> and then we see uh, main girl goes out for another stroll, handing out flyers, uh, and sees uh, Naru- Narula. Uh, the alien space girl. Oh, yes. Uh, so they're they're building up a little friendship. I can only imagine good things will happen. <laughs> and while they're handing out flyers, uh, they see a guy, bunch of guys in blue suits walking up, all matching suits. And the guys in the suits are talking about how they're looking for somebody and are, you know, avoiding the flyers from all the maids because they don't want to put a hit on... I forget what exactly what he said, but something like they're aware of the violent proclivities of maids. Mm-hmm. So they're avoiding maids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lead uh, guy in the suit is holding, like, an anime figurine and doting on her and, like, talking to her and petting her stuff. It's weird. Freak. Um, and uh, it says they're from uh, a company that makes the figurine, and they're looking for someone in the area who made this counterfeit version of her. And they want to teach him a lesson not to go against their products. So Ronko goes up and tries to give him a flyer. And he says he wouldn't even waste money uh, going to their trashy cafe. He could buy it and sell it without a second thought. It takes Ronko off because she loves this cafe. It's her family. Me familia. And uh, <laughs> as she gets tense, like she's about to hit him, uh, the Russian-sounding lady we saw at the warehouse from earlier stops in and uh, grabs Ronko's arm, stopping her from attacking. <gasps> and she says, uh, acting out like that shows that she's not a true maid. And she'll never acknowledge her as a true maid. So she you ends up... bitch. How dare you. Uh, she ends up leaving with the anime figurine guys. And then we go back to the cafe where everyone's there. And we see... The, I just called him, like, the messenger. He's, like, the middleman between the Creature Land mafia. That was in mm, the earlier yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just sitting there casually at the table with a gun in the manager's mouth. Uh, talking to her. Saying, it, <laughs> yeah, they still owe him money to the Creature Land and stuff. And uh, while he's talking, he notices Ronko. He's like, oh, it's a body on that new hire. It's a big lady. Uh, Boo. Gross. <laughs> Kill this man. Ronko, shoot him. <laughs> this man sucks. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not surprising. Uh, but he says he's got a new job for the manager. Manager's like, oh, I don't know about that. And it's like, I'll kill you on the spot if you don't. She's like, well, I guess we could probably, you know, we could consider it. We could, we could hear you out. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, he, I believe he implies like the job is for Ronko, so Ronko leaves with the manager and him to see what it's about. And then we cut to the manager coming back to the cafe alone, wearing an eye patch now. So I can only <laughs> assume it went well. Uh, oh, God. And uh, she comes back saying that Ronko took the job that the messenger was offering. And she's like, oh, well, what, what's the job? What's she doing? So like, you know what? We can actually go see her. We can go watch her do the job. And we're like, what? So she takes all the girls from the cafe, and they go to the Akiba Fluffy and Sweet Club, uh, which is where Rock is working the job. 
and it turns out to be an illegal underground MMA fighting club. Hooray! <laughs> Fluffy and sweet, just like it says on the tin. Fluffy and sweet's the way you're making me feel tonight. Kingdom Hearts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, the, not the lyrics? No. <laughs> just, my brain's just free associating. We're just scatting in my mind. Um, <laughs> I okay. love the William Wait. Shatner delivery, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Ronko suits up, and while she's getting ready to fight, uh, she puts in uh, the main girl's hot hair tie that she gave her earlier that day to hold her so hair back. So fucking cute! It is actually very cute. It's this I episode. It. It's this episode where I'm like, oh, they're actually developing like a dynamic between the characters and stuff now. Like, okay, this is actually fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a flashback to seeing the manager uh, promising. Oh, yeah, manager talking to the club's manager, the fluffy and sweet uh, club manager, mm-hmm. um, promising her that Ronko will go down in the third round, and they rig the fight, you know, standard uh, fighting mob tactics. Mm-hmm. And uh, rig the fight for the club manager. Oh, and then we see, um, after the manager like promises that, her and Ronko leave, and then as they leave, the guy in the blue suit with the anime figurine company comes in with the anime figurine. So we see he's working with the club manager as well. Uh, And we see the girls in the pigsty cafe are going to get paid for going down in the fight. But then they're also going to bet all their money on Ronko's opponent, doubling their earnings. Mm -hmm. What could go wrong? And uh, since Ronko is going up against the club's undefeated champion, it'll be an easy win. And we cut back to the club manager uh, looking at this figurine of an anime character called Grace. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little girl standing behind, like, a tree. And she says, uh, this is an extremely rare figurine. They made so few of them because Grace is such a minor character in a fighting anime show. But she always stands by the main character, supporting him from the sidelines, making sure he's the best to win all of his fights. And that's how the club manager sees herself with the, the girls that fight in her club. So she's hoping to buy it, even if though it's worth $10 million. God. I uh, love this, because this happens in real life. Yeah. Just yeah, the that's thing the of- average price of an anime figurine, correct? <laughs> well, I mean, what was the one golden anime figurine? was the most expensive one we found. It was uh, a lot. By but I I just mean the idea of the, oh yeah, it was, that one wasn't even the gold one. The gold one was Luffy. The Show by Rock uh, one was just a regular one. Uh, <laughs> but right. just this... Uh, these ones of specifically, like, I love people who love characters like this. Very niche Because it's character. like their whole thing. Like, yeah. they're like, I love this one character, and I have everything I could possibly have of them. <laughs> I have all their merch. All four pieces of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, she sees herself like Grace, so she wants the figurine. Help train the top fighter that's fighting Ronka right now. And right on cue... Ronko knocks out the top fighter with one punch. So, oops, huh, didn't didn't go down in the third round like they agreed. So, Ronko says uh, once she was in the ring, she realizes she, that she can't pull her punches, and <laughs> uh, we see the anime figurine guy like up in the club manager's booth, commenting like, "Oh wow, that was a quick fight. Thought we'd you know have a bit more to watch." And then, <laughs> the club manager just pulls a gun out and shoots him in the head. Just bop. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> And she picks up the figurine. She's like, this is going to happen no matter what. Like, <laughs> establishing, like, I wasn't paying for this. No matter what the fight was, I was going to kill that guy. Yeah, no one got shot in the head yet in this episode. So we had to fulfill that. So we yes, got a quote. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she 
tells one of her henchmen to bring up the pigs up to her room. And we see uh, he brings up Ronco after the fight. And the manager is also there on her hands and knees, completely naked. And the club manager has a gun to her head. Uh, the manager is pleading for her life, like saying she just needs another chance. Uh, you can let Ronco win a few, build up some momentum, build up, build up some word of mouth. And then she can take a dive in the final match. And then you know, have a bigger payout than just that first match. Uh, and he's, uh, the club manager says her other champion's even better. So there's no way Ronco could win even if she wanted to. So it's a surefire thing. Uh, so it works out for all of them. And she's like, come on, Ronco, you can, you know how to take a dive. Ronco's like, I'll try. It's like, come on, you got to reassure. It's like, I'll make my best attempt. It's like, come on, Ronco. (laughs) Ronco just physically can't say she'll do it because she can't promise she will. And uh, the club manager agrees and brings out the fighter in the final match. Turns out it's the Russian woman from earlier. So she's going to be their big final matchup. Um, And again, she's saying that, oh no, the club manager is saying that the Russian woman was a shit maid at a cafe but she's a great fighter and uh the club manager agrees uh to go to the final match with them mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah by the way Ronka, can you take this guy's dead body and put him in the trunk of my car thanks uh and then <laughs> when Ronka leaves the club manager asks the pig cafe manager she's like why are you naked <laughs> and uh the club manager says because she's very devout but i love the implication I... that the club manager the the manager did that on her own Yes, it's so funny because like it happened, and I was like, "Oh no, the pervy stuff is happening." Yeah. And then there's this reveal of the manager just being like, "Oh no, I'm just extremely devoted." <laughs> like, oh, it's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, it's better if it's self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you want me to slap myself in my face? What? No, I'll do it. Slap, 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 slap. Stop it, <laughs> please. It, You're making me uncomfortable. Doesn't that hurt you? Do you want it to hurt me, <laughs> yeah. Kevin? Exactly. Uh, also, yeah, shows not nearly as pervy. We get like a little bit of side boob when Ronka's stitching up her arm, and and this, and that's it. Really. Yeah. Usually, the comedy in these shows is not funny because it's based around like, oh no. I'm a bumbling dumb girl and my boobs are everywhere. Yeah. But these girls, again, are well written. <laughs> Whoa. I, I, I didn't even check off the titty square on the bingo card. Oh, I, wow. I Incredible. I only checked off the transfer student one. There's not a lot of tropes in this. I was surprised. Um, she is a new maid, though. Yeah, a transfer student. Um, oh, okay. I thought you said you didn't. Sorry. No, that's the only Continue. one. Continue. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so Ronco puts the body in the trunk of the car. And when she's doing that, she sees the Grace figurine, uh, and we find out that's the real one. Because uh, when we get shot back at the club manager with her Grace figurine, it's like duller. It's the counterfeit one. Um, and we see the gang. Uh, the gang leaves the club, and the manager's like, "All right, we got to go make some earning, make some you know build up for this. Go to some smaller clubs." So they take Ronco around to different clubs where you can bet your organs for collateral to gamble <laughs> on the fights. And uh, we get a little montage of Ronco fighting and the gang getting more and more money to build up the anticipation for the final match tonight. Mm-hmm. And then the anime club, or what? Anime company, follow up with the club manager, uh, saying their boss is missing. Like, he was supposed to sell you that figurine earlier, but we haven't found him since. And manager says, like, oh, I've never talked to him. Let's look at our security cameras. What's that? There's Ronco putting his dead body in a car. Guess she killed him. What? But- Better off go hunting her down and uh, getting your revenge on her. Oh, you crafty. That's why she's the boss. 
Mm, again, you bitch. <laughs> and then she sits back and enjoys her grace figurine, which, like I said, is clearly the fake one now. It's got the duller matte paint. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we see Ronko shows up to the... Uh, goes to, oh, yeah, we see Ronko goes to talk to the club manager uh, about something, but the club manager just blows her off of, like, I don't want to talk to her until after the fight. Like, get her out of here. So the Ronko just, like, writes a note and puts it on her door. Uh, and then we see both sides preparing for the final match, the Russian woman and Ronko. And the manager's, like, getting in Ronko's face, like, come on, say it with me. We are going to lose. Go down in the third <laughs> round. And, like, really hammering it home. Like, we can't screw this one up this time. You gotta, gotta take the dive. You're a loser. <laughs> My literal organs are on the line. <laughs> the opposite of a pep talk. Um... And yeah, she has to go down in the third round out of 12. And Ronka reminds herself that she's doing this for the cafe, so she has to lose. And then the fight starts. And we see within the first round, Ronka doesn't even take one swing at her. She just is on the defensive the whole time. And then we skip ahead a little bit at the third round. The Russian woman gets the signal, which is to take Ronko out. And if she does, she like does a spin kick, and it spins around. And then she goes to jab two fingers right into Ronko's eye and just fully blind her. Uh, and Ronko is able to dodge out of it at the last second. Mm-hmm. And as she uh, gets around the run- Russian woman spinning around, she goes to take a shot at her. And right as she's about to hit, the bell rings and Ronko stops. And man, just freaking out like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to swing on her. You're supposed to go down that round. Like, what happened? Uh, and, uh, the we- best part is uh, the girls watching on the side when the Russian woman, like, kicks her in the back of the head uh nagomi is looking oh, right. through the rules and is like oh my god you she hit her in the back of the head the rule says that's a a nut shot i'm like sweetie n- no, no. Uh, please oh, stop no. clearly they're cheating but uh, you can't argue the rules <laughs> and then like the blonde girl's like come on ronka you gotta go down i bet my pancreas on this so she's mm-hmm. also gambling too uh then we got a montage of the other nine rounds. So we skip ahead through all those. The whole time Ronko's staying up. Doesn't take the dive. But she also isn't fighting back. Um, and then the Russian woman's trying to go her on saying the cafe's full of wannabe maids. They'll never be true maids. Uh, kicking as she knocks away Ronko. Oh, uh, and as she's like saying this, uh, she kicks at Ronko who pulls back. And as she does, it clips the hair tie and breaks it off. And Ronko no! That's her friendship. As she, as she should. And then uh, as she does that, once the hair tie breaks, Ronku just lays into the Russian woman and just starts going to town, fighting back. Mm-hmm. And on the sideline, the man just screaming at her like, what are you doing, my buddy? <laughs> uh, and we see the panda actually dragging the manager away from the ring because she's just screaming. Um, and then we see uh, uh, bell rings in between rounds. Main girl goes up to Ronku and it's like, oh, I saw the hair tie broke. Ronko's like, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Another, I got another hair tie. Take this strawberry one. Like, it's fine. And uh, so it ties her hair up again. And uh, as the match starts, Pigtail Girl notices the Grace figurine in Ronko's bag that she took off the guy's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fight starts up again, and Ronko says she's a real maid and starts fighting back against the Russian woman. Yeah! <laughs> the power of friendship! Uh, <laughs> And we get flashbacks of the Russian woman's childhood saying she was always denied cute things. And we see her like military training and judo training and all this stuff at a young age. Uh, and she said she was inspired by maid cafe maids. And she always wanted to be uh, cute like them. And that was her whole goal. And 
I love it just because <laughs> I do feel like there are types of people who grew up um, like rejecting femininity. I feel like I was one of those people and like, no, I'm non-binary. So, you know, whatever. But I have mm-hmm. like fully embraced my femininity in the way that I do femininity. And like, it's like you grow up and you're like, I hate pink. No way. And now pink is like one of my favorite colors. And I just like love that. I love that shit that it's like this strong Russian woman who can beat ass. It's like, I want to be a maid in one of these cafes so bad because I just fucking love the idea of it. And that's delightful, delicious. I love it. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's just how I feel. No, it is great that they're like, it doesn't matter how much I bench press. I just love frilly dresses and want to put yes. them on. What's what's it matter? Uh, so yeah. yeah, on the other side of the uh, gender spectrum, uh, yeah, yep, uh, yep, understood. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's charming as hell to see a more nuanced written character than a lot of anime we see. Um, yes. Because <laughs> it would be so easy to just say she's Russian, therefore evil. And yeah. that's yeah. as much as most uh, Russian anime villains get. <laughs> uh, honestly, she I don't even think they say she's ever Russian. They just call her, like, the foreigner. And she's got yeah. bl- blonde hair and blue eyes, but it's very clearly a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a shot of, of Ronko in the fight, starts smiling. She's enjoying herself. She's got a worthy adversary. And then we get flashbacks of the Russian woman again. Like, her days of trying out to be a maid cafe and not smiling and you know, having trouble being cutesy and uh, being rejected by the clients and then crying in the back, like, locker room and saying it's, you know, it's not fair and that she'll never recognize Ronco, someone like her, as being a cute maid. Boo! And, Hiss! So, <laughs> cut back to the fight. I, I couldn't tell if she was saying this out loud, her mouth wasn't moving, or if this was, like, in her head. Um, but Ronco says she is cute and she knows why. Because the hair tie her friend gave her is adorable. Yes! Yes! It. Yes! And that's all she needs to be cute. And uh, I guess she says it out loud. Because then the Russian woman starts rethinking her opinion of Ronko. I think, like, they, it seems like neither of them actually talk to each other in these moments. I think it's just supposed to be, like, they're like, kindred spirits who can, like, communicate just with a look. You yeah. know? <laughs> they're, they're talking through their punches sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, after that, a Russian woman rethinks it, and they go in for the final assault. They're going in head-to-head for that one last shot, and Ronko is able to dodge her, dodge out of the way of the punch at the last second, and land a solid hit on the Russian woman. Uh, and they acknowledge that each other, they're both very cute. Yes! Ah, I love it! (laughs) 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 And we see, uh, with that final shot, the Russian woman is knocked out and laying out on the mat. And Ronko jumps on top of her and starts wailing on her face, <laughs> trying to cave in that skull. Absolutely <laughs> insane. I was like, what are you doing? Stop! The feral chimp energy of, like, kill. Destroy. You're gonna kill her! <laughs> ah, finally, we're equal. You son of a bitch! I've been taking her shit for 11 rounds. I'm taking mine. Um, and we see the manager and the blondes, uh, Made freaking out of like, oh no, we bet our organs were dying because uh, they lost their bet. And then uh, we see the anime figurine guys rush into the club manager's room, saying like, "Hey, so we found this note left on your door by Ronko. It says, 
hey, club manager, I took that guy's body to your car like you told me to do, and I found this figurine on him. What should I do with it? Just, like, very flat out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this isn't good for either of us. And then they start fighting, so it just comes into a bloodbath with the club manager and the anime figurine guys killing each other. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the pigtail girls pulls out the real Grace figurine from Ronka's bag. Like, well, they're oh, they're in, like, the locker room after the fight. I'm like, well, this, this is a pretty valuable anime figurine. We can sell this for quite a bit of money. And then it's just like, yeah, about that. It's it's about the same amount of money I bet on the fight that we just lost. So we're pretty <laughs> much just breaking even here. Yeah. We're only on episode three. We got nine more episodes of this. We can't get $10 million and just skate through. <laughs> uh, so the next day, um, go through our whole routine. Or whole routine. And the manager introduces that they got a new maid working at the cafe. And who is it? It's Soya, the Russian fighter lady. Yes! Yes! So she's joining the gang, who we do see in the beginning. But, like, they're like, yeah. her face is, like, scratched out, I guess, because they didn't want to reveal who she is yet. I is. love that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be, like, a secret ominous, like, she's the old maid that turns against us. Yeah. And then I was like, the rival. But I like that it was just like, it's just a new character we didn't show yet. Yeah, or I thought maybe it was going to be like a bit where there was just a maid that was like, we don't know who she is. The Wilson mm-hmm. of the maid cafe, you just never yeah. see her face. <laughs> the maid that is in the panda costume. I, yeah. I thought about that for a while, but the panda's also in the opening, so. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's episode three. Oh, we see like Ronko like acknowledge her. So it looks like they got like a little friendly rivalry, but they're not they're not enemies anymore, so. Yeah, and Soya is so excited to be there. It's so cute. She's very. It, she's the mix between the protagonist girl and Ronko. Like she's the yeah. middle ground between that Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. That's episode three. Yeah. Well. Are Weeb there yet, Master Desu? <laughs> uh, mm. uh, sama <laughs> Yeah, there is a universe where this show exists, but it's boys and it's sincere about like yeah hey we run a bar and we're trying to be the biggest the best gangsters in town and Mm -hmm. just have it be like generic crime of like oh we're badasses oh we're playing a poker game oh we're uh we're boxing we're beating the shit out of each other but it's all about our masculinity just taking that aspect of it's not about male ego of who's the bigger gangster but women just really wanting to be maids willing to (laughs) die for it and having a sense of humor and well-written characters it just works so well oh it's so good i was very surprised because like when it started i was like okay it's not what i thought it was i see where Mm -hmm. they're going with this though but then by the third episode i was like oh you know what you know what? It's it's pretty good. It's I thought I'm it was gonna in. be pretty textbook by the book, like played out. But like, yeah, the the jokes are pretty well written, and they're not just schlocky one joke beating you over the head with it. So I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. Yeah, I like. Uh, it had me laughing out loud several times, which is always a delight. And like, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? It's just so good. I, I think. Because of the title, 
we just went into this like so apprehensive and even after the beginning like i said where it was like so unexpected to the point where it reminded me of arena vampire cosmonaut Mm -hmm. i was just Mm -hmm. like oh no like what's gonna happen here i'm scared (laughs) but then it just kept being good and i always love when an anime protagonist in an english dub doesn't have the voice you expect uh, the main girl's voice is pretty low, and I mm-hmm. love that. I always love that when they choose someone who has a unique vocal profile to play doesn't a main pick character. The th- doesn't pick the three main protagonist anime voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just loved everything about this. It's just, like, <laughs> so fun. And, like, there's no, like, making fun of any of the girls for, like, how they are or what they like. Like... Uh, it's uh, delightful. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I could have seen them like t- like bullying up on like the blonde girl because yeah, Garu like style. I could see that happening. Or and Ranka she's dumb. Be- Ranka because she's like so stoic and she could be like the cold tsundere of like I'm just here to do a job. But she's like I'll kill anyone that talks shit about my fellow maids or the cafe we run. Like I'll yeah. End. It's like just the earnest, good-hearted nature of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sincerity of we all want to be here is Mm. great, but also having that, like, uh, the energy of, like, veteran service uh, industry (laughs) professionals of, like, oh, uh, we got to take down the chilies next door. (laughs) God. (laughs) The rival with the TGI Friday's flair. (laughs) I... I will say, like, I could see if, like, every episode has the same formula, this could get old, but mm-hmm. it is um, uh, only 12 episodes, so who knows, and also maybe it gets more extreme than this, mm-hmm. but, because every episode was pretty much the same. Yeah. But I still loved them all, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and we're, like, just starting to get into, like, hey, so we're beyond the I'm the new girl. Hey, let's actually have friendships. And uh, I feel like that will only get stronger, hopefully. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Each girl kind of getting her, like, main focus on an episode sort Mm -hmm. of stuff. So we'll see. What a pleasant surprise. Thank you so much, Fernando. (laughs) I was shocked. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, We needed this. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Hey, if you want to make our weeks uh, and have a good <laughs> anime you would like us to watch, you can send those recommendations to our email, arewebetheryet at gmail.com, or reach out to us on TikTok or Tumblr, arewebetheryet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honeyperiodd, or on Tumblr at honeyd. Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. Find me scrounging around on the internet places like the little gremlin I am. I'm not going to say it to promote it, but I'm going to say it because I know these two hate it. You can find me on Twitter at Burns When I Weave. <laughs> thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. A good anime about women? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>